Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 23 of Pop Icon the Podcast. I'm your host, David, a digital media student at Gulf Coast State College and the host of Pop Icon Radio, live on the Alternation Radio, Mondays through Fridays from 8 to 9 in the morning. We talk pop culture and we play pop music, and we have got a lot of pop culture news to get into today um, because we have got a new number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Who could it possibly be? Uh, We've got a lot more than that. We've got Grammys news. We've got um, some intimate photos of a very famous celebrity being leaked um we've got a author's like boyfriend like going off the rails like and hacking his like twitter and then we've also got some news involving uh, bobby althoff yeah you know that like industry plan that like is going around like interviewing all these celebrities yeah she's got a little bit of personal drama going on in her life so we'll get into that um but before we jump into that i just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in um and next week we will actually have a special guest on i've got my buddy gavin coming on uh he's also in the digital media program at Gulf Coast State College. We've worked on a couple of things before. Um, So I'm excited to have him on. We'll talk some pop culture, probably some horror movie news. Um, But yeah, that should be a good time. But yeah, let's just jump right into today's episode. We can get right into the box office top 10 of the week. How about that? So we can get into some box office news. Uh, So we have got our top 10 this week with a new number one, maybe even top two new. Uh, So let's jump right into it. We have got number 10. We have got Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom pulling in $2 million. At number nine, we've got Poor Things, $2.2 million. At number eight, we've got American Fiction, $2.4 million. At number seven, we've got Anyone But You, $3.5 million. At number six, we have got last week's number one, Mean Girls, $3.8 million. Dang, that was a big fall. At number five, we've got Migration, $4.2 million. At number four, we've also we've got Wonka, $4.7 million. At number three, we've got The Beekeeper, $5.3 million. At number two, we have got The Chosen, uh, episode 4.1, which brought in $6 million. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Uh, the Chosen is like a show about like the bible biblical times i don't know i guess it's like a television show that airs on on streaming apps and then now they do like i guess premieres they need to be doing that for like stranger things and like all the other like big premieres that would be like amazing uh and our new number one flick this week we have got the henry cavill we've got bryce dallas howard we got dua lipa starring argyle pulling in 17 million dollars um i know that fucking movie looks so corny it's like i'm like what is the twist is it the cat is the cat the agent like what is going on here um and i don't think i think the twist is that she's the agent i don't know just based off what i'm like watching the commercials that's what i'm thinking we'll see how it goes um so yeah that's our billboard hot 100 top 10 we can jump into some like movie news actually after that because we've got some news to talk about with argyle like did taylor swift write argyle 
So I promised like a little bit of movie news uh, talking about Taylor Swift and the movie Argyle. So let's just jump right into it. So Bryce Dallas Howard has debunked the theory that Taylor Swift wrote the new spy thriller Argyle. Um, In the movie, Howard plays Ellie Conway, a writer of the fictional Argyle espionage novels who finds that her books have detailed the missions of a real life spy network. Um, So the movie directed by Matthew Vaughn also made Kingsman. the film revolves around whether Agent Argyle is real or not. Um, so Agent Argyle, I guess, is played by Henry Cavill. The film is based on the novel of the same name by the author, Ellie Conway, the same name as Howard's character in the film. Uh, since the story contains a few references to Swift, some fans dreamed up the idea that the pop superstar wrote the book under a pen name. Uh, more importantly, Howard's character carries her cat Alfie in a backpack similar to the one Swift uses for her friend Olivia Benson um, so Bryce Dallas Howard appeared on Tuesday's episode of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and said Vaughn was inspired by a Swift cat backpack photo I guess to make the movie um, so that's where that like whole drama comes in at there's also like the weirdness of the fact that like this is like a 200 million dollar Apple movie and it's got this like all star cast but like nobody knows who like is the writer. This Ellie Conway person doesn't really, like, exist. They have, like, fake social media profiles, so who the fuck is it? Is it Taylor Swift, like, under an alias? Like, I don't know, but, like, it's kind of weird that, like, we don't know who it is. Or is it, like, just AI? It's probably just AI. I don't know. Um, So we can jump into some more movie news. We have got a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie coming. I know, isn't everybody excited after the last one that came out on Netflix? Uh, So according to well-known movie scooper Daniel Rickman, uh, new Texas Chainsaw movie is in development under the title Texas Chainsaw Legacy. Um, so while a plot synopsis was also shared, it's not clear if the rumored film is connected to any of the others in the previous installments uh, in like the Netflix movie, the 2004 uh, remake with Jessica, uh, I almost said Jessica Alba, Jessica Biel, um, or if it will serve as a fresh reboot. Uh, all that's noted is that Leatherface will appear again um, going against like the members of a gated community uh where the next texas chainsaw massacre i guess occurs at um the synopsis reads texas chainsaw mainsaw texas chainsaw legacy delves into the tranquil facade of oasis oaks a gated community nestled in rural texas miss the meticulously manicured lawns and vigilant security patrols our protagonist family epitomizes suburban bliss however lurking just outside the confines of this idyllic enclave lies an abandoned property home to the infamous leatherface and his macabre kin as chaos descends upon oasis oaks ordinary families are pitted against the savage sawyers in a harrowing battle for survival where the lines between good and evil blur in a chilling confrontation of familiar horrors so that sounds like interesting it's like the suburbs versus like uh leatherface we'll see how it goes um i'm sure it'll be great i'm sure i'm definitely gonna watch it uh we can jump into some more horror news it's not really horror news it's just like assault news um so uh, saltburn star jacob alordi is reportedly at the center of an investigation by australian police for allegedly assaulting a radio producer over the weekend um so joshua fox a digital producer for australian's breakfast program the kyle and jackie o show uh alleged that on saturday the actor pinned him against a wall and placed his hands on fox's throat um, in a Sunday episode of the radio show, Fox said that he approached the actor outside of a beer garden at a hotel uh, filming his joke request that the 26-year-old filled a container with his bathwater. The gag was inspired by a graphic scene from Emerald Fennel Saltburn after Jacob Lordy's character takes a bath. Barry Keegan's character drinks the leftover bathwater and body flows. Ew! 
I forgot about that for a second. And no, I didn't forget about it. It's like always in the, like the back of my mind. I hate that. Um, so the scandal scene also inspired like some scented candles and cocktails. Um, the radio host goes, so I approached him holding the Tupperware in one hand. My phone's out in the other, so it's clear I'm recording, Fox explained. Fox told his colleagues that the Priscilla actor closed in on him. I could have kissed him. He was that close. And urged him to delete the video. Lordy also alleged it. Fox trashed the clip from the originally deleted files on his phone, but he refused. I'm thinking, if I delete this footage, there's no evidence that this encounter happened. It's like, you're such a fucking loser. You literally, like... I feel like that's kind of, like, sexual assault. Like, he was, like, talking about, like, his bodily fluids. Like, if anybody came up to me and was like, give me your semen, I was like, I'd probably punch him in the face, right? Wouldn't you? I don't know. So, a representative for a lordy did not immediately respond. Um, South Wales police did not confirm that the actor was involved either. Um, however, said that there was a confrontation, but they wouldn't, like, name him specifically. So, that's crazy. That's, like, a little bit of movie news. We've got one more story before we jump into the Billboard Hot 100. Um, so, let's talk about Zac Efron doing a new movie called Famous. Uh, so, Deadline is hearing that Zac Efron is attached to star in Famous with Jody Hill directing and Sam as Esmail, is Esmail, is that how you say his name? Uh, producing, Black Bear will introduce Famous to international buyers of the upcoming EFM with CAA Media Finance and WME Independent representing the U.S. rights. Those are like a bunch of like media conglomerates, in case you didn't know. Um, so Efron will star in Dual Rose, playing both the ev- overzealous fan, Lance Dunquist, and Hollywood heartthrob, James Jensen. Um, James Jensen sounds like a porn star. The film is based on the acclaimed novel by New York Times bestselling author Blake Crouch and is adapted for the screen by Chad Hodge, who also adapted Wayward Pines uh, trilogy into a series. I feel like, where did I hear that? Was that like a Fox TV show? I don't know. Um, I'm definitely going to check this out, though. Zach Efron, like, after Ironclaw, I didn't see it, but I heard it was great. Um, I feel like he's just, like, really coming into his own. And I'm excited to check that out. Um, it reminds me of, like, that movie that Jake Gyllenhaal did back in the day. Uh, Nightcrawler, I guess. Um, so we'll jump into some Billboard Hot 100 news after this. So we can jump into the Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 of the week. We have got a new number one, and it is so exciting. I'm really excited to get into it, um, but let's just jump right into it. So we've got number 10, we've got Snooze by SZA. At number 9, we've got Red Rum, 21 Savage. At number 8, we have got Beautiful Things, Benson Boone. I guess he's from, like, American Idol. Um, number 7, we've got Agora Hills, Doja Cat. At number 6, we've got I Remember Everything. At number 5, uh, Greedy by Tate McRae. At number 4, we've got Lose Control, Teddy Swims. At number 3, we've got Taylor Swift with Cruel Summer. At number 2, Jack Harlow with Lovin' On Me. And at number 1, we have got Megan Thee Stallion with His um really doing her freaking big one congratulations to her i cannot believe it she is number one on the billboard hot 100 and didn't Nicki minaj say that that wasn't gonna happen what are you kidding me yeah she is gonna be so mad over that and i don't i don't care honestly because you know what fuck her Nicki minaj is like an asshole and like the fact that you get to like see megan become number one like in her face and like kind of play with her like that like that's kind of amazing um so that makes me really happy to report on congratulations to megan the stallion uh we'll jump into some more music news next so we can jump right into some music news we have got the grammys uh all of our big winners we can jump right into that um we've got album of the year midnight's taylor swift congratulations she went up there and took the award from celine dion and a lot of people were like upset that she didn't like give her more praise and like 
hug her and kiss her and like say that she's like everything um so that was like a little bit of controversy going on we had a little bit more controversy going on online where the winner for grammy for rap song was accidentally announced as Nicki minaj and turns out it was actually um not Nicki minaj actually it was a song called scientists and engineers by future uh so she like got really embarrassed by that she hasn't really been seen online since i'm like is, is she okay what's going on there with her um we've got best new artist victoria monet um she won like seven different awards congratulations to her i'm like was she on victorious I thought that she was because she was like Ariana Grande's like, or maybe she's like Ariana Grande's like backup like singer. I don't know. Um, we've got best uh, Grammy song for uh, we got the Grammy for song of the year. We've got what was I made for from the Barbie soundtrack, uh, Billie Eilish, Phineas, and finally we have got record of the year, which was like my biggest like who is it gonna be? Who is it gonna be? And it turns out to be Miley Cyrus with flowers. Um, and that like made me emotional kind of. I love. I was talking about this at work yesterday with one of my coworkers. We like. Like, loved her speech that she put out there where she's like thank you guys so much for this she's like but just letting everybody know like my life was amazing yesterday like this doesn't change anything like i think that everybody should go into like life with like that mindset like we all have amazing lives and we shouldn't just like focus it on like who's the best of this and who's the best of that because like we've all got amazing things going on and i like can really appreciate that sentiment from miley cyrus so congratulations to her congratulations to all the different winners um i don't think there was any really like big snubs or anything was there olivia rodrigo didn't win she won like for her first album she'll be okay i think um so also this past sunday night taylor swift won her 13th grammy award in the best pop vocal album category for midnights uh and during her acceptance speech she announced that she has a brand new album coming out uh so while they were expecting a re-release of the reputation album uh taylor's version the star shocked everyone by unveiling a new project her 11th studio album um so swift said that she wanted to thank her fans by letting them in on a secret she'd been keeping for two years she goes my brand new album comes out april 19th swift said during her acceptance speech it's called the tortured poets department i'm going to go and cover post the cover right now backstage and she did and it's just like so dramatic she posted like the track list too and i don't know we'll see how it goes congratulations to her 13 grammys that's like amazing um we've got some like slutty news we've got kim petrus releasing a teaser for her new project called slut pop miami this past wednesday february 7th um i don't know kim petrus is like kind of fun sometimes but also at the same time like okay miss ozempic like give me a break i don't need all this um <laughs> we can move on past that uh we've got some more hip-hop news like some drama going on in the hip-hop world we've got mia versus jay-z what what's going on there um so mia who as you know she did the song paper planes um she is like going off on twitter right now going off on jay-z after he won like a grammy the other night like or like i didn't think he even won a grammy i think he won like some type of like we love you award i don't know they always fucking get some shit like that um so mia is on twitter going i sacrificed my career for my child they ripped me off and copied my style and gave it to their puppets and shadow banned me on every platform but it was worth it to save him from the madness of what you know now 
she goes, my first custody battle was 2013. My child was four. I was managed by Jay-Z, who ultimately was paid off by the Brofmans. Be very clear why my record was buried in 2013. The day I was served for my child, Rock Nation stopped all communication for me, and all my emails to Jay-Z asking for help was wiped from my inbox. My was broken into, and every lab was taken. I was trapped in Brooklyn on order, served that restricted me, leaving Brooklyn for 15 years. Oh my god. She's like having like a Twitter meltdown, just like the guy that we're going to talk about at the end of the show. Oh my gosh. So we'll see how it goes with that. Um, JBZ obviously hasn't responded. And he's not going to respond. Do you think that he's going to? I don't think he will. Um, we've got a little bit more music news before we end things. We've got Krishan Rock being sued over her fight with James Chanel. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Krishan Rock um, from the baddies on like Zeus. I don't know. Does she have any songs? I think she's got a song called like take your bitch or something with some other guy. I don't know. But like she's being sued because she was, I guess she went to Tamar Braxton's like performance one night and like pretty much just like inserted herself into it and like took over the night and then ended up like punching (laughs) a guy in the face. Yeah, I know that's fucking crazy. Why are you punching men in the face? Like when you're like a lady, like what the fuck is going on there? Um, but she did that, and I guess now he's suing her, uh, and I hope he takes her for, like, a lot of money. I hope she goes to jail. She sucks. She's, like, a, be- a mean person. Like, why is she always beating somebody up or, like, causing some drama? Like, that's crazy. People like her need to, like, stay far away. Um, we can get into a little bit more crazy, like, music news that I, like, teased at the beginning of the show. We've got a scandalous, like, artist uh, being hacked and I guess leaked on the internet or were they so Drake I guess has put out a dick pic um and he's like shaking it around and like I hate to be vulgar if you like don't want me to be vulgar for a little bit like like skip for like the next like 30 seconds or so but he like I don't know he's like just like wiggling it around and it's like not even hard like it's just strange um and people are saying that they he, like, leaked it to get, like, the drama off of him from, like, Megan Thee Stallion, like, posting about him, like, getting, like, liposuction from that his song. And she's, like, talking about, I think that's, like, one of the quotes in the song. He's, like, you talking about me with all these, like, BBL, like, scars, like, on you. Like, I don't, I said that, like, so wrong. I'm sorry to Megan Thee Stallion for quoting that wrong. But, like, apparently he posted that just so that, like tongues could get wagging about that rather than talking about his like liposuction scars because all of his pictures that he posted like with his like shirtless like where you see his scars he deleted them off of his instagram so obviously she got to more than just Nicki minaj um and i think that was the point uh so that's funny we can jump into we can jump into some television news next how about that so we can get into some television news. Um, so HBO has put out a new teaser for their newest television show called The Regime. And I'm like, oh god, here we go. Uh, so The Regime is an upcoming political satire miniseries from HBO starring Kate Winslet, Martha Plimpton, Anthe- Andrea Risenborough, um, Hugh Grant. Uh, the series depicts a year within the palace of a crumbling regime. Uh, so it looks interesting. It's from the people who did Succession, so I'm sure it'll be good. Am I going to watch it? I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. Uh, like, HBO hasn't really been hitting for me lately. You know what I mean? Uh, so we'll see how it goes with that. So we can jump into some more television news. We've got all this drama going on in Charmed. Uh, you guys know Charmed, right? I talked about it a couple episodes ago, like, the initial, like, stages of it. But here is a little bit more of the backstory so that you can kind of, like 
have a little bit more of a clear mind. Um, so we talked about the fact that we have got Shannon Doherty and Holly Marie Combs and Rose McGowan on one side, and then we've got Alyssa Milano on the other side. And they are all basically alleging that Alyssa Milano made the set like kind of toxic with her like demands. Um, apparently she got Shannon Doherty fired. Holly Marie Combs didn't appreciate that. Nobody really did. Um, and so there's just been like a whole lot of drama going on about that the past couple of weeks. So here's a little bit of insight into that. So apparently during production of the first season, Holly Marie Combs underwent surgery for a uterine tumor. Production was shut down for two weeks. Uh, Combs said that the cast rallied around her. She goes, Shannon would leave my hospital room and Melissa, her mom would come in. Uh, when I went home, Melissa's mom made me chicken soup and food for the week because it was really major surgery. The girls really pulled together during this time for me. Even in this telling, they aren't in the same room. Uh, so they talk about how later on on the podcast, they claim that Alyssa Milano and her mother actually kept Shannon Doherty away from Combs at the hospital. Uh, they go, I waited 24 hours after your surgery to go, and then it wasn't even easy for me to get in. I was like being told that I couldn't get in by Alyssa and her mom. They were blocking people from seeing you at the time. You didn't know. She said it created a weird divide between the two of us that continued throughout season two and when i think about it i cried every single night of season two uh so i guess doherty left the show at the end of the third season um peru sacrifices herself to save her sisters and they find out that they have another half sister named Paige, who is played by rose mcgowan she gets brought in um there was too much drama on set and not enough passion for the work doherty told entertainment tonight back in 2001 she was i'm 30 years old and i don't have time for the drama in my life anymore uh, so messaging in the media centering around a difficult Doherty leaving a spelling show yet again uh, because back in the day 90210 she was also said to have like had like a bunch of drama going on there um, and she got kicked off that show I guess for that some fights with some of the other girls uh, Alyssa Milano responded back then going I'm very laid back and passive I have my Buddha I think it's unfortunate that she left and she need, and that she needed to badmouth everyone involved in the audience she sounds really angry I just hope I didn't contribute to that anger I'm like bitch you know you fucking contributed to that anger uh, so last year I talked about in a two part episode of her podcast of Shannon Doherty's podcast let's be clear Doherty and Combs discussed what they now feel was Doherty's firing from Charmed which was done at Melissa's Melissa's Alana's Alana's at Alyssa Milano's behest. Um, so Combs said that she had a meeting with producer Jonathan Levin where he explained what went down. He said, we didn't mean to, but we've been backed into this corner. We're basically in this position where it's one or the other. We're told it's either her or Alyssa has starting to sue us for hostile workplace environment. So the girls are girling. They're fighting. They're going back and forth. And I'm like, I'm kind of here for it because it's getting their names back out there. But also at the same time, it's really sad because I think Shannon Doherty has like terminal brain cancer right now. Like, damn, girl. And she just, she, apparently she just wants to be transparent and open. And I guess, I guess I understand it. Like, if you feel like you're possibly like, you know, checking out, that's so sad. Um, so we have got some more television news. We've got Kevin Williamson has set an overall deal with Universal Television um, where he will be adapting four new television series. Uh, he's got an adaption of Alfred Hitchcock's 1954 film, Rear Window, uh, 2002 book called The It Girl, David Fincher's 1997 film, The Game, as well as an original series called The Waterfront. Um, so Williamson is known for launching the Scream franchise and creating Dawson's Creek um, and The Vampire Diaries. Uh, so if greenlit, the Rear Window series will stream on Peacock. 
um, a reimagining of the Hitchcock film, which follows a photographer who uses a wheelchair and begins spying on his neighbors through his window. Uh, the It Girl follows a woman on the search for answers a decade after her friend's murder. The Waterfront is a family crime drama that follows the dysfunctional Buckleys as they struggle to keep their crumbling North Carolina fishing empire afloat. Um, lastly, like the film The Game follows a wealthy San Francisco banker who is given an opportunity to participate in a mysterious game that turns his life upside down as he begins to question if it might really be a concealed conspiracy to destroy him. Um, so that sounds interesting. I love Kevin Williamson. I wish he was doing like the new screen movie, at least writing it. Um, but you know what? Who even knows if I'll see that new screen movie? Um, we can jump into some more pop culture news next. We've got into some more like murder news, actually. So I said we were getting into some more like murder news next, and this is actually really interesting. So in the spring of 2018, Elizabethton High School uh, teacher Alex Campbell gave his sociology class a wildly ambitious assignment. He asked them to solve a case gone cold for decades involving a potential serial killer. Uh, so Elizabethton is a small town in northeast Tennessee bordering the Appalachian Mountains. In the 1980s, a police task force was called to investigate the killing of several redheaded women whose bodies were found in Tennessee and neighboring states, uh, but the crimes were never solved. Campbell thought revisiting them would make his sociology class more interesting for his students while also putting them on a mission. Elizabethton high school students had been asking for more engaging classes and were instrumental in obtaining an award from the XQ to reimagine teaching and learning. Over the course of the semester, the students spoke with professional investigators, gathered evidence, and pieced together a nearly 40-year-old mystery to identify the killer responsible for at least six murders of red-headed white women. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigations has agreed with the students' theory, but no charges have yet been filed against their suspect. Um, and now their classwork is the subject of a Our Heart Radio true crime podcast series, Murder 101, in uh, a masterclass in project learn base uh, in project based learning and rethinking I guess high school. <laughs> so that's really cool actually. Like what the fuck? They like solved a murder. I wonder if they're gonna be like recognized for it. Um so congratulations to those kids. Like that's I why can I have been doing that in high school? I, I did do that in high school one time. This is actually like really scary. Um one of my friends like fathers was like murdered at like the at the marina downtown and we went down there one night to like investigate to find out like what really happened and to talk to people and to like just just do our own little investigation and like we ran into a lot of like really like scary characters that night and that was fucking wild. And I was like 17 years old, like doing that. I'm like, bitch, trying to be like Veronica Mars. I'm like, you're not Veronica Mars. I also had like a stint when I was like 21 where I tried to be like a private investigator too. My mom was like yelling at me one night. She's like, you're not Veronica Mars. And I was like, oh my God, uh, I'm not Veronica Mars. I never said I wasn't David Carson. Jesus. Uh, that's like funny. We can jump into some more, uh, I guess, kind of criminal news. Um, so in a shock to absolutely nobody, convicted scammers Elizabeth Holmes and Jen Shaw have apparently bonded while in prison together, according to People magazine. Um, so you know Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. She scammed like the elderly for like millions of dollars. And we know Elizabeth Holmes, who was the subject of that like Theranos, like the the you find out like everything wrong with you with like a drop of blood. I don't know. She's like with one drop of blood. And she had like a very like like, strong, like, masculine voice, like, 
apparently they're like in jail together because um, they both got sentenced. I think they're both doing like, I think Jen's got like five, six more years left and Elizabeth's got like probably like 10. Um, so the magazine reports that between graduating from anger management classes together, tutoring fellow inmates who want to get their GEDs and teaching workout classes called Shawmazing Abs, uh, Shaw49 has somehow, somehow found the time to take on a motherly role for the 38-year-old Holmes inside of the Bryan, Texas facility. Um, their situations brought them together and they have a good understanding of one another. They're getting through it together. <laughs> Jen Shaw's rep said. Um, so now on the occasion of Holmes 40th birthday, which will be celebrated behind bars, Twitter users are like, are the two of them hanging out in Soto? And they saw, they we finally got in confirmation that the two of them are indeed like hanging out and they are friends. Like Jen's like face was like blurred out in the photo, but you know what? It was her. It turned out to be her. I saw the unblurred photo, and it was fucking Jen Shaw. That is fucking crazy. Um, so that's just like a little bit of like funny pop culture news, I guess. Uh, we'll jump into some more stuff. We've got <gasps> somebody climbing the spear. So we can talk about like some funny pop culture news, I guess. Um, well, is it even funny? I don't know. Uh, so we have got somebody climbing the sphere in Las Vegas. Um, so a person is in custody after climbing to the top of the sphere in Las Vegas on Wednesday, according to police. Uh, the sphere, as we know, is this like crazy like interactive like inside like dome where you go and have like this like immersive like experience with like musicians and like concerts and like i want to go so bad i talked about it on i think episode like four or five with my buddy andrew um and here's a little bit more news for that uh so the person could be seen taking steps across the top before he appeared to descend back inside the exosphere which is the array of led nodes that cover the venue uh las vegas metropolitan police said the climber was taken into custody then uh emergency vehicles were on the scene and people were asked to avoid the area later that afternoon police confirmed that the 24 year old maison des champs Maison des Champs. Uh, that's an interesting name. An urban climber who scales tall buildings across the U.S. to protest abortion was the person arrested. Oh my God! So he's a fucking loser. Um, that's crazy. Like, you're. You know what would have been really crazy? He's like this, like pro-life, like Spider-Man. Wouldn't it have been fucking crazy if he would have like fallen to his death. <laughs> Oh my god, is that like crazy that I said that? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so we've got like that little bit of pop culture news going on. We've got some more news going on too. Oh my god, so did you hear there were at least 13 killer whales trapped in the ice in northern Japan? Um, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Officials were unable to launch a rescue mission either. Uh, so a lot of people were like freaking out online about it. They're like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Um, and in case anybody else was invested in like an update on that, the ice loosened up overnight and the orcas that were stuck got free. So um, congratulations to those orcas for making it out of that tricky situation. I like saw this like video of them and it's like, it's basically like a snowy like landscape and then there's just like a little small puddle of like water and like there's like 11 like orcas and they're like trying to jump out and they're like scared and i felt like so scared for them um but obviously they are alive they're good they're thriving they're living their best lives and i'm happy for them actually i don't know if i'm happy for them because i heard that orcas are trying to kill us they're like going after boats now um so i don't know if i really want to deal with that so we've got that going on a little bit more pop culture news we've got kate middleton missing what um so i saw like that she had went to the hospital for an operation back in january um but why are people now saying online that she hasn't been seen since christmas and she hasn't been seen at the hospital at all um but then charles and camilla were at the same hospital and other members of the royal family are not working like what is going on right now where's kate middleton where i why have we not seen her in months it's going on like 
middle of February, like, where's she at? I'm scared for her, like, after what, maybe I'm not that scared for her, after what she put Megan through, bitch, maybe she needs to take a step back, but, like, also at the same time, like, what is going on? Somebody, somebody said allegedly, like, she might be hiding because of a black eye or something, I don't know, like, that's just, like, a rumor heard on a podcast, um, so, yeah, that's, like, fucking crazy, we can talk about some more, uh, I guess some, like, dating news. I know this is kind of, like, all all across the board right now. It's, like, up, down, like, here, there. Uh, so we've got Kim K and Odell Beckham Jr. dating. Who's Odell Beckham Jr.? I'm just kidding. I know who he is. He's, like, one of Drake's friends, right? Uh, so uh, since Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson ended their nine-month relationship back in August 2022, the star has been publicly single, but that hasn't stopped rumors from surfacing about who she could be seeing. Um, the most persistent of her dating talk has been the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver, Adele Beckham Jr. Um, they reported... People reported back in September 2023 that they had been hanging out. She's 43 and he's 31. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, So fast forward to February 2024, and sources have told Us Weekly that Kardashian and Beckham were debating, going public with their dating. Uh, He's more low-key while she is accustomed to the limelight, obviously. But he's also, like, not low-key. He's, like, always, like, dancing around, like... Just, like, acting zesty. So we'll see how it goes with the two of them. Um, They haven't talked about their status together as a couple, but we'll see if it comes out or not. Um, We can get into some more news, some crazy news, some arrest news. So has anybody seen that, like, video of Nikita Dragon being arrested? Um, Yeah, you're like, who the fuck is Nikita Dragon? So Nikita Dragon is, like, some influencer on Instagram with, like, 3 million followers. Um, Congratulations to them for that. Um, I'm reading, like, the police report and, like, the TMZ report from back when they originally got arrested, um, but this video is fucking crazy, so I watched the video, and it's, like, they're naked in it, and they're, like, throwing water at, like, cops and, like, hotel workers, and eventually they ended up getting, like, handcuffed, um, so... It said Nikita Dragon was arrested after she was caught walking around a luxury Miami hotel pool naked. Uh, TMZ reported that the YouTuber, whose real name is Nikita Nguyen, has allegedly been walking around the pool area in her birthday suit and being disorderly for hours at that point. Hotel staff claimed that when they asked her to put clothes on, she intentionally threw water on them, uh, which is when they called the cops. Um, however, by the time the police got there, the 26-year-old had retreated to her hotel room and was blasting loud music in an attempt to get her under control. Police officers and hotel security knocked on her door several times before she finally greeted them. Uh, when they told her that she needed to abide by the hotel rules, she allegedly slammed the door um, before <laughs> ripping it back open and told officers, do you want more? Before throwing a water bottle at them, um, which in that case, she was then arrested on the spot. So Nikita Dragon is like this like trans like influencer and they're fucking, they're kind of a cunt sometimes uh but like i don't know i like i remember hearing about this and being like oh my god they're bringing them to like jail like are they gonna bring them to like the male or like the women's jail like that's like was everybody's concern at the time was my concern at the time was like what the fuck is going on in the hotel like why are you being like a psychopath um so we've got that little bit of pop culture news going on. We can have a little bit more like heartwarming news, I guess, to talk about after that. We've got Christian Bale buying 16 foster homes. Uh, so Christian Bale broke ground Wednesday on a project that he's been pursuing for 16 years. The building of it. Oh, wait, no. It's not 16 homes. He's done it for 16 years, and he's building a dozen homes in a community center in Los Angeles intended to keep siblings in foster care together. Uh, so the Oscar award winner stood with a grin and a shovel full of dirt alongside local politicians and donors um, north of Hollywood in Los Angeles. 
uh, Bale, who was Batman, and Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy wasn't just playing Bruce Wayne, lending his name and money to a charitable cause. Uh, the project was his brainchild and one he's lent his labor to, getting his hands dirty, and on Wednesdays, and on Wednesday, standing in actual mud after a historic storm on a hard one side he'd visited many times before. So that's amazing. Congratulations to him for doing that. Like, that's great. Like, does he have like a story with that? I might need to read like a little bit more into Mr. Christian Bale. But I'm excited for him to get that going. Like, why would you not want somebody like doing good like that to continue doing good? Why, like, you should be, like, cheering him on, and you should be telling Nikita Dragon to, like, get a fucking life. Um, so, let's talk, let's talk a little bit more, like, I guess pop culture news. Like I said, it's all ups and downs. It's like, we're talking about somebody doing great things, and now we're going to be talking about somebody filed for a divorce. Uh, so, Bobby Althoff's husband filed for divorce. You're like, who the fuck is Bobby Althoff? Uh, so, podcaster Bobby Althoff and her husband uh, separated the same month as her viral Drake interview court record show. Uh, Corey Althoff, who filed for divorce from Bobby on Wednesday, listed July 4th, 2023 as their date of separation and his solution of marriage filings obtained by page six. The Hotline Bling rapper appeared on Bobby's show, The Really Good Podcast, that same month, and they recorded the insulated episode in a hotel bed. Um, weeks later, she addressed speculation that she and Drake had a romantic fling that led to her falling out with her now strange husband. Uh, Dave Porter, like, I guess, had messaged her and was like, is it true that you slept with Drake and you're getting divorced? And she's like, no, it's not true. Hmm, sounds like it is. Um, I don't know. Do you think that she slept with Drake? I feel like she probably did. <laughs> based off of no evidence whatsoever i feel like she probably did no i feel like she probably didn't and like people are just being like psychopaths you know how people are like crazy with like people um so we can talk about a little bit more pop culture news have you guys seen the road beauty case like the phone case okay i'm gonna post it on my instagram so i'm not gonna talk about it for too long so like Haley bieber has her own line of like celebrity like skincare road beauty um she does like makeup whatever like and I guess the phone case has, like, this thing on the back where you can, like, put your, like, lip gloss in. I don't know. It looked kind of cute to me, but then I was, like, asking the girlies at work. They're like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's going to get hot. It's going to get, like, it's going to get, like, wet. Is it wet? Is it, I don't even know if that's the correct term to use. Um, like, because of, like, the juiciness. Oh, my God. The juiciness of, like, the lip gloss. So, like... I don't know. I thought it was cool for girls. I'll have like a two-in-one, but the girlies were telling me not so much. Um, we can get into our final story of the week. We've got some crazy news with Brett Easton Ellis, our, one of my favorite authors. So we can talk, I guess, our final story of the week. Um, you guys know Brett Easton Ellis, right? Uh, Brett Easton Ellis is the author of so many books. He did American Psycho. He did Less Than Zero. He did The Shards, which is his newest book that just came out a couple of, like, I think last year. And it was so fucking good. I just bought it. And I listened to the audio soundtrack and I read it at the same time. It was, like, really scary. It's about, like, a serial killer at, like, a prep school, like, setting in, like, the 80s. Um, and is Brett the serial killer? I don't know. There's just, like, you have to, like, you have to read that fucking book. Maybe I'll do a review of it one day. Um, but we've got some, like, crazy news involving him and, I guess, his ex. So it seems like, allegedly, Brett Easton Ellis's current slash ex, Todd Schultz, um, who he has a dis uh, domestic violence restraining order against, has taken over his social media and is having an alleged meth meltdown. I know meth meltdown. What? So... 
I don't know. He's just like posting all these like crazy like messages going, this is not good news for you on Brett's Instagram or on his Twitter account. Like he's hacked into the Brett Easton Ellis Twitter account going like, seriously, what is Brett going to do? Ground me? This is like what he's writing on there. He goes, I don't think Todd ever recalls hearing his name, which is bookended in the shards, a number one bestselling and you're idiots until further notice unless that faggot on the piano tells you otherwise. What is he talking about? What a psychopath. Um, he goes, I'm only tweeting on Brett's account. This is Todd in case you were not arrested on the internet because he's asleep and I can smoke cigarettes in his office. And did anyone ask you? That's what you're being punished for. That. That no one ever asked you. What? He sounds like a fucking psychopath. He writes, oh no, Brett just got $20 billion worth of publicity by Todd Michael Schultz on Spotify in one night while he was asleep. He's going to be so mad that I made so much money that he's going to give it back and say, I don't want this. You spend it. Last tweet, if I decide to do so in the future. Do you think there's any other Todd than Todd? No, not a single T other than Todd and Taylor and Brittany, but she's a B. Figure that out, bitch. Oh my God. It is like a meth fucking freak out. I feel bad for, like, Brett Easton Ellis. Brett, if you need somebody to talk to, I'm here. I, like, loved listening to him, like, read the shards. And, like, why is he dealing with that, like, dirty meth head when he could be dealing with somebody, like, nice and cute and attractive like me? I don't know. So, yeah, that's, like, our pop culture news that we're ending the show on. I know it's, like, kind of sad, but, like, sometimes that's just, like, how the show goes. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys already don't, be sure to check out Pop icon radio on instagram at pop icon radio i would really appreciate a follow i'm trying to get my followers up to like 100 on there i had like one follower the other day i was like very happy i was like oh thank you jesus um so thank you so much for that and if you already don't i could get like a five-star review and like a written review on apple Podcasts or spotify that would be amazing too um but if not that's also cool too thank you so much for listening um and until next week uh i guess we'll see you then bye I'm a new song,